This is Deep CX, a Blue Ocean podcast. Episode 2, The Art of Winning the Call Center Workforce Management Game. There's a quote we like to throw around the Blue Ocean offices by Bill James, the author, statistician, and senior advisor on baseball operations uh, for the Boston Red Sox. You might have heard of him. He says, there will always be people who are ahead of the curve and people who are behind the curve, but knowledge moves the curve. You might be asking, what do baseball and call center scheduling and workforce management have in common? Well, all of us on the call center workforce management team at Blue Ocean Contact Centers share a common passion for baseball and statistics. You could ask the chicken or egg question, do we love baseball because we love statistics or do we love statistics because we love baseball? Either way, a talent for predictive pattern analysis works as well in managing outsourced call center resources to meet service level as it can in managing a ball team. Managing the curve in the contact center. Now, if you follow baseball, you're probably aware of sabermetrics, a form of empirical analysis that helped the small market Oakland A's compete successfully against much larger teams in bigger markets and colossal budgets. Well, in much the same way, your company can benefit from workforce planning that puts exactly the right resources in place at the right time, doing the right thing to operate at peak performance with high efficiency. But while the theory behind the A's amazing story captured in Michael Lewis's book Moneyball focused on KPIs like runs created, your team might be focused on reaching average speed of answer targets. That's just one example. When you work with an outsourced call center partner, you, as the client, can play a key role in getting your team in the best position for a big win. Think about it this way. Pretend you're the team owner and your workforce person is the team manager. You can help them put together a winning season by empowering them with great data and clear goals. Let's take a look at five ways to be a great owner for your team manager. Number one, get deep and specific with your historical data. Building an accurate forecast is always going to begin with a look back. Insights into what happened last year can shed light on what's likely going to happen this year. But dig in deep when you see exceptional blips in last year's patterns. What was going on? Is it something that is likely to repeat itself or not? Let's jump in the Wayback Machine and look at a couple of examples of what I'm talking about. We'll start with Super Bowl 48, which was held in New Jersey and pitted the Seattle Seahawks against the Denver Broncos back in 2014. That year, the big game created higher-than-average bookings for ground transportation in the greater New York area. Those exact conditions weren't replicated the following year when the city of Phoenix hosted. So while the Super Bowl always drives a spike in volume for Blue Ocean's executive ground transportation clients, it pales in comparison to a Super Bowl in New Jersey, which produced an unprecedented spike. It would have been a mistake for us to forecast equal or greater volume for the big game in Phoenix based on what we saw in New Jersey. Everybody still with me? Good. Then let's rewind even further 
back to November of 2013, when folks in the online grocery business experienced a rare occurrence known as Thanksgivinga, during which Thanksgiving Day and the first night of Hanukkah overlap. I'm sure you can imagine the dramatic spike in holiday purchasing caused by such a festive mashup. And you can bet that on the same date a year later, the numbers didn't even come close. These are massive events that will likely be easy to recall. But don't forget to share with your workforce management team the dates that you experienced something like a website crash or a significant weather event. Knowing what to exclude is just as important as knowing what to include. We often hear the phrase, the numbers don't lie. But what you don't hear quite so often is that the numbers don't always tell the whole story. The biggest thing in our business is being able to make reads. Making a read is essentially deciding what we can use, what we can't use, and what we can use at a different time. The reads we make build new footprints into future planning. Remember, all data is relevant. We just need to use it strategically. Number two, preach the importance of collaboration in forecasting. In many ways, the forecast is the most important factor in the success equation. If the forecast is off, it can have an unfortunate domino effect. It is understandable that your marketing, sales, or technology teams may not fully appreciate the crucial relationship between their departmental plans and the call center staffing requirements. By being an advocate who preaches the importance of an accurate forecast, you can help create collaboration and get the data flowing both ways. If your tech team knows they are doing an upgrade to your website or back office functions, that is information your workforce management team can use in advance to help you get ahead of the curve. Forecasting is the most important first step, and the whole plan starts with good collaboration. If we get it wrong here, then your team will be off to a bad start and making judgment calls based off bad information. And nobody wants that. Your call center workforce team wants the forecast to be as close as possible to the actual. But the truth is, 100% accuracy is not always possible. Like they say in poker, every hand is a winner. It's how you use it and play with it. The same thinking applies to forecasts. As a workforce management professional, sure, I would prefer pocket aces. But if I don't have those, then I have to figure out a way, strategically, to make what I do have work. Number three, keep your eyes on the metrics that matter. In the movie version of Moneyball, Oakland A's manager Billy Bean, played by Brad Pitt, sums up Bill James' philosophy quite simply by telling a player, I pay you to get on first, not get thrown out at second. For Billy Bean, getting safely on first base is the fundamental first step in creating runs that add up to wins. Taking a gamble to steal second might run contrary to that established formula for winning games. Apply that same thinking to your formula. If a great customer experience builds brand loyalty, and that loyalty in turn drives revenue, maybe your focus is on average speed of answer and low abandon rates and less on average handle time for complex service scenarios. Am I making sense? Good service level measurements will always tie back to specific service goals that match your brand promise. Number four, build the right parameters for your game. In baseball, it's the score at the end of nine innings that counts. So those early innings are building to that moment. 
what does a win look like for you? If you have a monthly service level with your outsourced partner, they may not be ahead of the grade of service for every half-hour interval of those 30 days. But your workforce management team will do everything in its power to make sure you are exactly on the target at midnight on the 30th day. Be realistic. If you are buying a monthly service level, can you accept that there will be intervals and possibly even days when you won't make the grade? If the answer is no, you might want to reconsider an upgrade to a daily service level. Number five, give your team the freedom to focus on the future. Don't fall into the old trap of paralysis by analysis. Your workforce management team needs to learn from the data and make go-forward plans. Trying to explain why something happened is not always the best use of your partner's time. The next call still needs to be answered. The reality of the service level you choose in almost all cases does allow for error. If you contract your outsourcer to answer 80% of your calls in 30 seconds, then that may also mean they will answer 20% or less over 30 seconds. Does it make sense to look into the 5% of calls that didn't work out? Or do you want your team focused on making the future moves that ensure that your customers are getting a consistent, high-quality service experience? When service levels are being met and everything is working smoothly, you know a ton of preparation was done in advance. Think about your favorite teams that have won championships. They always find a way to make it look easy. But at Blue Ocean, we know it's not easy, and we've been fine-tuning our craft for 20 years. If you need to engage a contact center to help you improve service levels, scheduling, or forecasting, go to blueocean.ca slash contact dash us slash pricing dash request. All right, folks, thank you so much for listening. This episode of Deep CX, a Blue Ocean podcast, was written by Sean Miller and produced by Echo Gravity. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time.